all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast that's all about real-life ghost stories told by the people who actually experience them. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And why don't you give them the email address so they know where to find us? Uh, that would be hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, because we have nothing to talk about if you're not sending us ghost stories. Yes, and we need some ghost stories. And uh, actually, if you go to the Haunted AF Facebook page, I posted a really cheesy tutorial. Oh, I did it on our Instagram, thank too. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> So it's on our Instagram page, too, on how to just send us your story through voice memo on yeah. your phone, which is a really, really easy way to do it. Totally. We, if you want to talk to us, yeah, <laughs> voice memo it. Voice, it's totally fine. And we do have a voice memo story that we're going to check out a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't already, you need to go back and listen to episode one yes. of Haunted AF. It's so funny because we didn't mean for this to be like episodic. It was supposed to stand alone or whatever. But right. The story last week was so good that we have to we, we have, have to, to follow up. We have to follow up because we talked to Ron out of North Carolina and he went camping and something really incredible, this ghost showed up while he was camping and out of all the crazy ghost stories I've heard in my life, I have never ever heard one like that. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to that. Everybody else, stay right here. (laughs) So anyhow, afterwards, Ron and I were like texting back and forth and we were sending all this information to each other because he he found out through Wikipedia that this campground that they were staying Mm -hmm. at is on a state park where there is a Confederate soldier buried. So he finds this website where you can actually track down who is buried where. That is amazing. Yeah, so he finds this Confederate soldier. The guy's name is Brigadier General James Johnston Pettigrew. He sends me a picture. Old man Pettigrew. Old man. No, the guy was 35 years old when he died. Okay. Oh, okay. So he sends me a picture of this Brigadier General. I'm yeah. like, is that your dude? And he was yeah. like, that is him. No way. That is him. And it turns out they were at Pettigrew State Park. So they're actually in a state park named after this dude dude. No way! So he like owns the joint. No he's, wonder he's there all right. the time. And he's like a war hero. So we posted his picture on the Facebook page as well. And the crazy thing, because Ron even said he's a young guy, he's got longer hair and a beard, and Pettigrew died when he was 35 years old. So it's like he was young. Yeah. He's young in this photo. So That's crazy! And I want to know, has anyone else had this experience? Because when I go on and just Google mm-hmm. the ghost of Brigadier General Pettigrew, there's nothing. And really? There's, really? And there's nothing even about this specific park or the lake around it. There are some ghost stories about there's an old plantation that actually sits in the state park as well. And there's a couple of little ghost stories there, but nothing that has anything to do with this Brigadier General. So it's interesting that Ron had this very specific experience. That's crazy. So if there's anybody else out there who's had something like that happen at the Pettigrew State Park, please let us know. Uh, HauntedAFpodcast at gmail.com because we would love to hear about it. Yeah, because I want to know how this guy died and was it in the war? Oh, yeah, he died. Did he have like dysentery? Did he have like 
military or he something? He died at Bunker Hill. Ugh. Legit died at Bunker Hill. Yeah, that's how he died. So, okay. God, that's such a good story. And you have an update as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, about if, your scary yes. Native American. So, I have a scary. He's not scary. I'm not going to call him scary. I think that's mean. He's just kind of creepy. I think any ghost who's lurking in your house no. in the shape of a, like a dark blob, it's all right to call him scary. Yeah, he's just, he's just creepy, maybe a little bit unnerving. I can't actually see his face or his outline or anything like that, but whatever the spirit is or ghost or blobby thing is giving me this presence of Native American with like right. long hair and that he's just watching me, okay. right? Yes. So as I'm backing out of my garage the other day, I'm rolling out and I'm like, I look up to the right and on like, I don't know like where the husband's tools are. Yeah, that wall. That, w- the that, wall yeah, we you ignore. Know. Yes. yes. Has this dream catcher just hanging there. Where did it come from? Well, so like a million years, I'd forgotten all about it. Didn't even realize it was still in my house. Thought I had, I don't know, either tossed it or something, but like, you know, I work in radio or whatever. So I had a, a listener give me this dream catcher, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. And I guess I didn't ever want to hang it up in my house. So I just felt bad throwing it away. So I just stuck it in the garage or whatever. So then I'm like, well, what if that has something to do with the, thing the creepy blob Native American in my house? The person who gave it to you, was it a... a... He is Native American. Okay. So, I mean, obviously it could be coincidence. But do you but think... I don't know. So this comes into play. So I ask... I have a friend who lives in Oklahoma and he is Chickasaw. Okay. He's wise in the ways of like this kind of stuff. So right. I ask him, I just randomly the other day, I text him out of the blue. I'm like, hey, what do you know about dream catchers? Is it possible that they could be um, like haunted or... Like, or like a conduit. Yes. Like, yeah. So he's yeah. like, the only way a dream catcher could be bad is if someone is practicing bad medicine. Bad. Me- oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that like a like a 38 special song? Right. I know. And so, OK, so then he starts. So he starts telling me all the bad medicine stuff. And he's like, but he goes, it's that's highly unlikely. Hardly anybody practices either good or bad, bad medicine anymore. Right. Yeah, right. they're sure there's a few out there that do it. But odds are probably not. So I tell him, I was like, well, it did come from a Native American man. Yeah. So is there a way? that maybe he's set it up as a portal yeah to like <laughs> this sounds so weird right it, it, does. it, does. it sounds, it sounds so crazy weird. but like where he could like no i judgment. don't know if he wants to pop in from time to time cool i'm down with that he's no. a nice guy so i'm wondering if somehow this dream catcher is like a could be a portal so after a long dramatic pause on the text messages he's like yeah maybe it could it could be a portal. Are you serious? Yeah. So, so what are you, are you going to burn it? No. So he said, do not do that. What? Yeah. And actually he, he was like, you never want to burn anything. You don't want to throw it away. Cause even if I threw away the object, that doesn't mean he's not still lurking around in my house. Does um, that make sense? Yeah, I guess. So basically he tells me I got to get sweet grass and burn sweet grass all around my house. Cause that invites the good spirits in. Right. And then I need to sage counterclockwise in every corner of my house. Cause that's supposed to push the bad spirits out and then he said if you want like bonus points you got to get a eagle's feather but those are illegal unless you have like the certificate to get one and then he goes any feather will do except for a red tail feather are you going to do any of this or are you just going to glade your no, house no I, I need what is glade going to do do they do they make glade sage I don't think it works they that should. way they should totally <laughs> they should do like yeah the glade smudge but it's so funny because I'm like I'm talking to I'm talking to about to him about this on the phone and it's like five o'clock and it's right. not quite dark yet but he's like hurry up with this conversation i can't talk about it after dark chickasaw people will not talk about it after dark they think that once once the sun sets that is it you are more likely to invite like these spirits in so keep us posted on that and he also has a ghost story too so we're gonna have to have him actually on the show at some okay point. if we if he'll ever freaking text me back shannon shannon come 
on. Get on it. <laughs> the whole conduit thing. See, one of my good friends, and I'm trying to get one of my friends on because yeah. he used to make Ouija boards. Oh, like, dear Lord. In high school. Yeah. And it's like, I get that it's Mattel and it's just a, I, I won't. Is it though? We I, don't know. I don't know. I won't mess with a Ouija board and I'll do anything. I'll say Bloody Mary a million times. Like right. I'll do, I'll say whatever. Yes. I am not touching a Ouija board. And he has stories about how he and his friends would actually make Ouija boards and something happened. So we got to get him. I know the whole conduit He's going to bring a Ouija though. No, he isn't. No, okay. he won't have anything to do with him now. So we got to get him on. So Rebecca, you brought in someone from work today. Yes. This is Alex Lucky. Hi. Hi. So I thought in order to get this thing, you know, started, we have to do ghost stories from people we know, right? Right. I totally trust this guy. I believe everything that he's going to say. Okay. So I feel like that's like a, a credit, if yeah. you will. See, well, I've heard the Cliff Notes version of this story already, yeah. and I'm dying to hear Me the specifics. Me too, because so, I have questions to ask. Yeah, same here. So, okay, Lucky, just roll with it. Yeah. Tell us. All right. We were living in DeSoto at the time. Yeah. Me, my mom, dad, older brother, older sister, younger brother. And I went to my parents' bedroom to sleep with them. So I was probably 28, why? 29 or so. So why know? did you have uh, 20, 29 sleeping <laughs> no. with your parents? That's delightful. Why? Were you scared? I, don't know, I mean, I was three, four, five. You just crawl into your parents' bed just yeah. because, you know? Okay. So I was sli- sleeping on the edge of my parents' bed facing their bathroom. And the way their bedroom was set up, you could see their mirror, but the toilet and the shower we're around a little corner. Okay. Okay. So I, the only thing I remember really is like the glow from their digital alarm clock. It was just red. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what time it was, but it was in the middle of the night. Yeah. All of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And I couldn't make out details, like if they were male or female. Yeah. They just had a humanoid shape. And they were just... <laughs> were they making that noise? No. But they might have been. I don't know. But they, but but they were just so kind of shimmering as or like yeah, they were just floating, kind of like a dementor. Or if they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. If you run a piece of cloth, cloth uh, underwater, they're just flowing uh, towards me. Did they have arms and legs? They had arms, but not like. But maybe just it kind of pointed like a mermaid's tail, almost maybe. It so just like kind of chicken drove, wings, kind of. Thing? It just kind of morphed into nothing. Like you couldn't see fingers and toes. I don't think so. Yeah, no. just kind of like a wavy, like how big? Just probably six feet, seven <gasps> what? feet. How yeah. m- and how many of these things are coming at you? <laughs> Three or four, just oh, like one after the other. MG. Maybe more than that, but they were just floating around this corner and I was lying in bed and like, all right, well, I guess I got to fight these ghosts now. <laughs> so I was just lying. I got, I got to protect my family. I got to protect this house. <laughs> I'm four years old. Time for me to step up. That's you're a- four years old, but you're freaked out enough that you're sleeping with your parents. Right. And unrelated. you're going to fight the weird glowing shivery uh, things. Unrelated. <laughs> I think at that point our bunk bed was in our parents' bedroom anyway. So <laughs> Which just... is a whole different podcast, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Yeah. Well, there were three bedrooms, an older brother and older sister yeah. got their own bedroom. Okay, right. so then you're so like bunk left... beds were in our parents' bedroom. Gotcha. Yeah. So they were floating towards me. I was lying there, I was like, all right, because I gotta fight them now. And so I would just did you remember actually hitting any of them? Yeah. Could what you did it feel yes. like? I couldn't feel it, but I they reacted to me hitting them. How? They would be floating. And then I hit them and then go. <gasps> In like slow mo? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then another one would come down. This is, wait, this is a real story. 100% You're, real. I can't make, you can't make this up. That is, no, you can't, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, so they were just floating towards me one after the other. So how long would you say this battle is going on between 30 you guys? seconds, if that. It was, not, it was very quick. And then did they just disappear? Or? Yeah, they retreated. I took care of them, you know? <laughs> I won. What so it, you're welcome. Was there any ghost blood? 
I don't know if it was. Look at the slow clap in the back. Who was that? I just had slow clap. I just. It may. It wasn't blood, but no. But it was no. something. Did you have glowing green stuff on your knuckles? Yeah, I from, think I. I think I sneezed or something. No, actually. like, no. did your parents wake up at any Mm-mm. point during this? No, so no. they're like out. Like they I don't even can't. Think, I don't even think they know I fought ghosts before. Like you never told them the next day or anything like that. Mm-mm. Okay, is it possible you were sleeping, playing devil's yeah, advocate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we have. Could to. it be a dream? No. Could like, it have been? I was awake. Uh, have you seen them since? No. I beat their ass. They're not going to come <laughs> They're back. They're not going to come back. <laughs> no. He did such a good job the first time around. He's never been haunted it's, again. Oh, wait. It, is it possible that they were aliens? Aliens, yes. Yeah. I know, because aliens are friendly. Not necessarily. It's not like E.T. Have you ever seen the movie Communion? Yeah. Or on. Fire in the Sky? No. They probe you. It's not friendly. Or, what's that other one? Signs? The blue ones where they're coming to stab oh, everybody? Oh, yeah. They're just like walking through the cornfield. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. They're coming to kill. Yeah. Aliens aren't always good. What? Just like ghosts aren't always good. Mm-hmm. Is that, it, like, they're, okay, the ghost faces, what did they look like? Did they have that weird kind of humanoid? They, they were humanoid from like the waist up. Yeah. But I couldn't remember, I don't remember any distinguishable features like noses or eyes or beards or anything. I just remember them Ghost looking beard. like humans. Yeah. Was there ever <laughs> any other like activity or weirdness at that house? My brother slept walk one time and he <laughs> But that's it. That's yeah. Okay. He ended up, so your brother was creepy. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. He ended up with his back on the floor and his feet hiked up on the couch and that's how they found him yeah. in the morning. Ooh. Yeah. Because the ghost had been messing with him. And the obviously the ghost was playing weekend at Bernie's is what was happening. Yeah. I have to say, I'm wildly impressed that your first instinct was to fight the ghost. Same here. Because yeah. I don't think as a four or five year old, I would be thinking that that way. No. I would be like, uh, covers over my head so they won't see me. Yeah, exactly. Or I would have been jumping on my parents trying to wake them up and mm-hmm. let them deal with it. They probably had a rough day. So I was like, I'll just take care of this one and let them. So take- what do you think it was? Yeah. Any ideas? Do you legit think it's ghosts? or What else could it have been? You tell us. Like, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've heard a million like a, ghost stories. I've never heard anything A Heineken like that. sign that my dad had no. that I just remember, that neon outline. Like, okay, well, who do you think it was? I don't know. Probably the previous owners of the house. Like, I, do I, you know if anybody died in that house, by the way, beforehand, before you guys moved in? No, I asked before I moved in. Really? As a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I think You might have. I, I don't that, know. Can we look that information up? I bet we can somewhere, I right? still remember. I know the old address and everything. Ooh, yes, yes. There is a website where you can look it up and find out, but I don't know how far back it goes. I know, but okay. that's like worth looking into. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to have to check back in with you. We will do a little research. And Are we going to do it? Are we going to make I, Lucky do it? Are we that? Are we I, really? No, I feel like we have to do that. Okay, so we will do a little research and try to figure out if anybody died in that house. I don't know. Maybe there was like a pack of three dudes who lived in the house or something. And they all murdered each other. Yeah. And I want was... it to be a murder story, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, don't like wanna, a... like, I don't want to have fight a ghost that died of like dysentery or something. <laughs> right. That's boring. no fun. Yeah. Like natu- gangrene. Natural causes. Yeah. Boring. Wait, mm-hmm. did you ever tell your parents or are they, is this like the first time they're going to hear I'm about sure it? I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but obviously it didn't make a significant impact on them. Well, yeah. And I can say as a parent, it's stories like that you try to ignore. Yeah. You're like, yeah. mm, you go talk crazy to your friends. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh Wow, congratulations. Do you, do you, you think they took you seriously or believed you? No. If you told them again, do you think they would believe you? Now? They yeah. would probably insti- put me in an institution really? if I told them, yeah. Yeah, they but would the, run then it was, yeah, just a, I was a kid. I'm sure I was talking about Barney the next day and how he was the greatest superhero I've ever known. And they were like, oh, whatever, all right. Yeah. Shut up. Go get Cheerios. <laughs> now, weirdly, though, this is not your, that's not your only ghost story, right? Don't you no, have another one? I do. This one's a little more creepier. And Well, how old creepy. were you at this one? 
We need more cred. I don't, I, I don't, sorry, no offense. I don't necessarily trust your four-year-old self. That's fine. He was a, <laughs> yeah. he was I, a jerk. It's okay. He was a badass. Although, though. I will yeah. say, I yeah. would take your your four-year-old self uh, in an alley fight. Yeah, definitely. Because I know that you're going to step up <laughs> to the plate. That would be a horrible decision. No, if you're going to be throwing punches like you did at those I would kick four-year-old me's ass right now. <laughs> yeah, so the second time we had moved to another house, still in DeSoto, and I was in my bedroom on the second floor. Uh-huh. And I was closing my blinds because it was getting kind of dusk, you know, and the sun was setting. Yeah. And I looked out on our front yard and then I just see a woman in a white dress spinning around our tree. Oh, <gasps> so creepy. What is the woman in a white dress thing? I, I've heard multiple Same women here. in a white dress Same things here. lately. So what happened? What'd you do? I turned away. <laughs> I was he like, wait. turned his back on the ghost. That's not, that's not normal. <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing that because I didn't recognize her. Yeah. Right. The only woman in the house at the time was my mom. Yeah. And she was taking care of the dog or something, so I knew she wasn't outside. Right. So I turned back around, looked outside, and... And it was gone. gone. She was gone. Wow. And was she, was I, she just swinging around the tree? Yeah, or like, like, the, like the, what is it, the may, maypole, mayflower uh-huh, pole? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just swinging around. Oh, that is so crazy. And I didn't, at the time, I just didn't think anything of it. And then maybe a couple of days, a week later, I'm not exactly sure, my younger brother, is two years younger than me. Yeah. So I was probably nine or 10, 11, somewhere on there, mm-hmm. so he was eight or nine. He goes outside to the front yard because he thought he saw our mom out there. <gasps> I know where this is going. Keep going. And he comes back inside. He's like, where's mom? I just went outside to see her. He's like, she's over there. Yeah. What did she look like? It was a woman in a white dress. Ah, it was her. I have chill bumps. And she was spinning around the tree. No. We both saw the same ghost or apparition just completely unrelated incidents. But it looked exactly the same, was doing the exact same thing. And Woman, a different white time. dress, spinning around, spinning around different time. Crazy. That's fantastic. I, so, okay. Oh my God. Oh. According to Supernatural, do y'all ever watch that TV show, Supernatural? No. no, I have not. I'm like binging it with my kids right now. I'm so in love with Jensen Ackles. Good luck, because there's like 800 seasons of that show. I know, yeah. It, they're still taping it. Yeah. But their, okay, their description of the woman in white, which I don't know if there's any, I get, we have to look it up, mm-hmm. but it was a woman who found out her husband was cheating on her, oh. and in a fit mm-hmm. of rage, killed their children. Ooh. And so, holy cow! But if that's the case, there's like a whole lot of women who flipped out that hard. Stop. Because if that was her, she was coming to get lucky. Was, and yeah, his I'd be up her family probably. Yes, <laughs> that's who was coming in the house. That's what was happening. Yeah. Wait, was that the same house? No, yeah. a different house. It was a different house. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But that is an awesome Theory story. Blown. They probably had ghost cars or something. Yeah. 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 Driving, driving around. around. Mm-hmm. In the Ecto-1. Trying to find <laughs> the, best, <laughs> the best ghost child she could find. Well, thank you, Lucky. That's, oh, that's a good one. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Those were both awesome. I'm glad that he mentioned the whole thing about the lady in white, because I feel like we hear already are right. hearing all these lady in white totally. stories. And in fact, um, that has something to do with the voice memo message that we got. So yes. this is, so now we have Kathy's story. Hello, my name is Kathy, and this is my ghost story. So I grew up in South Louisiana in, an, in a house, a very small house for the amount of people that live there. In fact, there were nine of us in this house uh, that my parents initially when they bought it was only a two bedroom one bath and they put an ad on on it for the girls because there were a lot more girls than uh, my one older brother at that time so he had his own bedroom my parents had their bedroom and the add-on was for the four girls (laughs) at that time yeah so there were four beds in so this this add-on was pretty big 
Well, anyway, when I was a little kid, I'm talking five, six, seven. I was a light sleeper. I'm still a light sleeper. And I still get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, just like I did when I was a little kid. Well, sometimes when I will wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I would have to wait for the lady to go away. And this was not a lady who lived with us. Not my mom, not my grandma. It was a lady, an African-American lady wearing wireframe glasses and a white dress and white shoes. In fact, she reminded me of the attendance at my um, grandfather, who was a Baptist minister at his church. There used to be attendance to help people who would fall out when they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And she kind of reminded me of the way they would dress because they were always in white. So I would have to wait for her to go away so I could go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know it's weird. It's true. But that that's who I would see. Okay. So years later, I'm having dinner with my brother. And we're talking about the way the house looks now because after my parents passed away, my oh, one of my older sisters bought the house for herself. And she redesigned, she knocked down walls. In fact, what she did was she connected what used to be my brother's bedroom to my parents' bedroom to make herself a big, you know, master suite. And he said, do you remember the the house, uh, or rather not the house, the twin bed that used to be in our parents' bedroom? And I said, yeah, that was, I assumed that that was in there because we would, you know, sometimes get sick and they'd want to be close to us in the middle of the night. Also to separate us from the rest of the kids Mm -hmm. so that everybody wouldn't get sick. And he said, no, that twin bed was for me. And I said, what do you mean? He said, whenever the lady would float (gasps) past my bedroom, I would run into our parents' bedroom and get in that bed. And I said, oh, wait, stop. What lady? Who are you talking about? He said, yeah, the old African-American lady in the white dress that would float past my bedroom on her way to your bedroom. (gasps) And I said, oh, my God, I can't believe that you saw her, too. And he's like, yeah, you saw her. I said, yes. I said, I didn't tell you guys about it because I knew you would make fun of me. Come on, big family, (laughs) older brothers and sisters, you guys made fun of me all the time. So I knew if I said, I saw a ghost, next thing you know, you're making fun of me. And he said, yeah, we would have made fun of you. (laughs) Why didn't you tell anybody? He said, mom used to see her too. She told me not to tell the girls because he didn't want, she didn't want you guys to be afraid. And I started laughing. I said, great. All of this secrecy around this ghost. He said, yeah. And I said, describe her again. He said, old African-American lady, white dress, and glasses. I said, there you go. I said, how many people see ghosts who wear glasses? (laughs) So yes, that was my ghost as well. And I can't believe my mom actually saw it. She never told us, never spoke about it, except to Edward because he saw her as well. So my theory that she would stop at our doorway and not come into our bedroom is because it was the add-on. I'm thinking maybe she couldn't cross that threshold, which is kind of interesting that she was connected to that old part of the house. And really, she only appeared to at least what I know, you know, to me and to my brother, because my other sisters never talked about it. And I will never mention this to my sister, Jackie, who now owns the house because she would probably move out. So that is my ghost story. I'm dying to tell the sister. I'm dying to tell the sister. Okay, first of all, Kathy, (laughs) 
<laughs> Kathy, how do you still, like, she would wait until the lady went away and then get up and use right. the bathroom? Yeah. How do you do that? What else are you supposed to do? I don't know, but I don't yeah. think I would ever be able to pee again after that. What if you're on the toilet and, like, the lady comes walking into the room? What do you do then? I, I just can't get past the fact that she has literally the exact same story as her brother 20-something years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've never talked about it, and then they just figure it out, like, over Thanksgiving dinner. What is that about? That's crazy. Well, and if she was that consistent where three of them saw it, how could she not be in the house now? Kathy and I is one of my really good friends. She does not stay in this house oh, when really? she goes back to visit. I wouldn't either. She stays with a different sister. Yeah. I'm almost positive she doesn't stay in this house. I'm going to have to ask her about that, but I don't think she stays there. Well, too bad, Kathy. I'm totally calling your sister. I'm going to tell her. Because I'm dying. We <laughs> Jackie, gotta... if you're listening in Louisiana, yes. you have a ghost in your house. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to call us because I feel certain there's got to be another story there. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of another story, we've got our final one for the day. Rebecca, this is my friend, Kristen. She Hi, Kristen. really close to me. And uh, she actually Hi, told Rebecca. me, she told me ages ago that she had a ghost story. And okay. I've been meaning to just like walk down to her house and just record her telling the story. So yeah. I'm so, and I don't know the story. I haven't heard it yet. So I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. Oh my goodness. Well, just to give you some background, this was in 1995. I worked for Fairmont Hotels National Sales Office in Washington, D.C. And so I represented what was then six hotels around the country that fair, the Fairmont brand. And those were the Plaza in New York, the Fairmont Chicago, the Fairmont San Francisco, the Fairmont San Jose, the Fairmont Dallas, and the Fairmont New Orleans. Okay. And when I started this job, um, which was the summer of July of 1995, the first three weeks of my job, I traveled to all six of those cities and toured our Fairmont hotels and all of our competition within the city. So I spent literally three weeks touring hotels. Uh, my last stop after three very tiring weeks was the Fairmont New Orleans. And to give you a little bit of background on that hotel, um, it was built in 1893. So it was a very old hotel. One of, uh, I don't know if you recognize the name, Huey P. Long, but I believe he was the governor of Louisiana in the 1930s. Okay. And then he also, I know, was the U.S. senator. So he was a very famous Louisiana politician. Okay. And he, he actually had his state residence in what they called the Fairmont Suite of that hotel, um, which was probably on the top floor. I can't remember. But it is almost like a, a residence more than a, ho- more like than a hotel. Like the penthouse or whatever. Very, yeah. large. Yeah. So as a VIP, because I was representing all these hotels, when I checked into the hotel, they were like, oh, you're staying in the Fairmont suite. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, okay. So Bellman brings my luggage up. We walk in, and this was at night, mind you. Okay. And I was exhausted. So I walk into the Fairmont suite and it had not been renovated probably since 1930. Awesome. Oh, even better. <laughs> very dark, very old, just dark and old. And so I came in and, you know, he dropped off my luggage and I kind of um, unpacked in this huge walk-in, there was, you know, a big bedroom and I was going to meet the salesperson down for dinner in the hotel restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I went down for dinner, came back up. So I'm exhausted. I lay down in the bed and I'm like, you know, on my side. And I see this door like right next to the bed. Okay. Like, it's right next to the closet too. And it had light around the door. Like you could tell Ooh. that there was light in the other side. And I could hear water running. And I'm like, what is this? Like, this is so weird. And so I got up 
And I'm like, do I open the store? Yes, like, yeah. open the door. So open the door, Kristen. Uh-huh. You have to. I, I, so I opened the door, and it was this tiny bathroom. And now, I don't know if I was imagining this or what it was, but it was like someone was in the shower taking a shower. And this was late. I mean, this was probably midnight. I guess there was somebody taking a shower, but I was literally, I opened the door, and I was in somebody's bathroom. And I was like, what? So I closed the door, and I realized that, there was no lock on my side. And I was like, this is weird. This is so weird. And so I called down to the front desk and I'm like, there's a bathroom that's like attached to this suite. It doesn't have a lock and there's someone in there. And they're like, ma'am, we don't know what you're talking about. There's, <gasps> no, there's not. And I'm like, yes. Like, and they would not believe me. Wait, like the and room so, doesn't even exist actually? No, but I walked into the lighted bathroom right. with someone taking a shower. The non-existent room. OM, oh my God. So wait, so like you turn back, is the door gone? I called them. I said, I want out of this, this suite. Like I was <laughs> like, like now. this is weird. <laughs> yeah. I called. I'm like, I want to check it. Please, can you move me to a regular room? Mm. And they're like, ma'am, it's one o'clock in the morning and you're in the Fairmont suite. Why would you want to move to a regular room? there's somebody in my shower. There's something going on in this room. There's a ghost in my ghost No, I'm sorry. It's not even that. There's an imaginary room that didn't exist before that's now there with somebody showering in it. Yes. So the bellman comes up and he helps me one o'clock in the morning, load all my clothes up, all my stuff. I couldn't wait to get out of there. They moved me to another regular room. And the next morning, of course, I was the talk of the whole hotel because I was like, <laughs> why would our guests check out of the Fairmont suite? And I was telling the people in the sales office, they were like, couldn't believe me. And I was like, y'all don't understand. I walked into a bathroom and someone was taking a shower. And they're like, there was no, what, we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, like they acted like, they acted like I wasn't making sense. And I was like, I swear I walked into a bathroom. There was someone taking a shower. Oh God, Kristen, that's brilliant. <laughs> did you did you at any point think like, no, you take me back to the room today in the daylight, yeah. and I will show you. I will show you where that bathroom was. Yeah, I actually was too scared. Yeah, like I didn't want to go back in that suite. I mean, I, I get it. it was, I, I get, get it. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was the weirdest feeling, and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. Like it was so real to me, and nobody believed me. And oh. I was like, this, there's somebody in here. There's a ghost. There's a something. There's a it was but it's not supposed bizarre. to be in here because yeah. I'm in here. So yeah. That is, we need to do a little research in I the know, New Orleans Fairmont. Well, it seems like every other hotel or pretty much all the hotels in New right. Orleans are, are haunted. haunted somehow. There was one one time I stayed at a Drury Hotel in San Antonio yeah. and it was really super old and uh, I was up really late because one of my kids had peed in the bed because <laughs> they were really young then and uh, so I had like pushed them all over into the bed with my husband and I was sleeping on the wet spot. On the, on the Yes, exactly. Because I'm mom. Yeah. And uh, but I got up in the middle of the night um, to use the bathroom. And as I walked out of the bathroom, I walked by this big closet Mm -hmm. and I heard a kid laugh. Uh, and I turned and looked and the, everybody yeah. was in bed with my husband. No. And I just remember looking back at that door and there was no way in hell I was going to open up that door to see if there was a kid <laughs> hiding in the closet. So I just ran back in. I crawled in bed and I just stared at the uh, closet door until I fell asleep. I've told that story a million times yeah. and the kids are always like, no, no you're, you're when, insane. You're... And I'm sure that there was a possibility that there was a kid in the other room or something like that. But it sounded like a kid in the closet yeah, giggling no. at me. Mm-hmm. Kristen, thank yeah. you. That story was incredible. Yeah, that was nuts it was crazy and there's probably a lot of research you can do on the hotel because it is a strange hotel and there's probably even stories about the suite i think it's called the roosevelt hotel now 
And then after Hurricane Katrina, the hotel was ruined. And I think it sat vacant for a couple of years. And then some investors redid it. So now it's back to kind of one of the Grand Dame hotels. Wow. New Orleans, so your ghost might be gone. Your haunted room might yeah. be gone by now. Yeah, exactly. They might have re- renovated and closed up the door. I swear that there was a ghost taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> that politician was doing some shady things in that oh, hotel room. Yeah. yeah, definitely. For sure. Okay, sure. thank you, Kristen. I appreciate it. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. bye. I think I'm going to call the hotel and just see if anybody will talk to me because I want to yeah. know if the suite's still there. Right. I want to get some more backstory. There's got to be more stuff about the New Orleans politician. Has there been anybody else that's been in that room that's gotten haunted or seen a bathroom that didn't exist before? It's, I know. There's so many questions there. I've never heard of like where a there's room. a room. A, a totally on room. Don't you wish she had gone in and like, yes, oh, oh my God. And I was like, and the fact that she didn't want to go back in it. And I'm like, no, no, you push you down go. that beer and you go in that room. Is Do it, it like, for the show. Was Zool in there? I like, don't know. <laughs> what if it was? The Gorney Weaver is like, okay, all right. there is no Dana. Okay, so we're going to have to do a little research on this, uh, the Fairmont in New Orleans. I'd like to do a little, we got to figure out what was going on at Lucky's place. Yeah, so I want to do some research on that. We also have to mention, we also asked Lucky off air if he would draw pictures of his ghosts. And it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. It is my favorite thing ever and I cannot wait to put these on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter because it's... And be prepared when you send us your story we want you to draw a picture of the ghost and do not say but I'm not a good artist. Yeah, we don't care about that. We don't care and we will draw pictures of our ghosts as well. Absolutely. And they will be stick figures. (laughs) Yeah. So that's... Make sure you gotta gotta check Facebook and Instagram and all of that. Um, Don't forget to send us your stories to hauntedafpodcast at at gmail.com and then... uh, the next episode, episode three, mm-hmm. we'll do an update on Kristen's story. Right. Also on Lucky's story. Right. And then you have somebody coming on. And this is not in the ghosty realm, but Bigfoot. We've got a Bigfoot We've story. We've got a Bigfoot story. There's no way. It's I so just... good that we had to absolutely have it on. Okay. Have him on. All right. So we'll have a Bigfoot <laughs> story. And we also have our friend Dean, who has on video an image of a ghost. Shut that is what, up. No, it is one of the craziest things I've no. ever seen. So he's going to come on and tell us all about no, I'm that. I'm super excited about that. I cannot wait. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like what I said? Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board of Ziggy Becker and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!